Hello and welcome to our the very first episode, uh, the very first official episode, I should say, um, of me and Johnny's podcast, uh, Second Breakfast with Johnny and Alec. I'm Alec. I'm Johnny. Jo- yeah, Johnny. Uh, and uh, this is Second Breakfast with with Johnny and Alec. Um, with us today, our very first Julius Caesar. Stephen Rohr. Hello. Say hi, Stephen. So good to be here. Hi, Julius. Good. <laughs> hi, Julius. <laughs> uh, so uh, this episode is is Second Breakfast with Johnny and Alec, featuring Stephen Rohr, the Triumvirate. Um, if you haven't listened to the Session Zero episode, um, please. Turn this episode off and go listen to that because there will be a lot of jokes and references that will be very confusing for you. Um, just like how we're calling Stephen Rohr Julius Caesar. Um, and I don't want to have to re-explain <laughs> that. So uh, please please go listen to that Session Zero episode so that you get all of the jokes and references. Um so, Stephen, how, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. It's a Saturday. Good. I went to a wedding today. Ooh. Oh, oh It was fun. a good time. There was this little wasp that was kind of, you know, just like a little, it was bugging me a little bit. But uh, besides uh, that, <laughs> it, it, uh, it was good. It was good. Good. Was it an outside wedding? Was good. it outdoors? It was, yeah. Good. Hmm. Good. I like outdoor weddings. Um, so, uh, I, speaking of weddings, <laughs> uh, St- Stephen, you you you're, uh, you're, in you're, you're engaged, aren't you? I am engaged to a woman who wow. I love dearly. That's... We are getting married sometime in May. Ooh, that's Hopefully a good month. That's because you know. never know what's going to happen if you go outside. The rain, right? The elements can snow. be unforgiving. Could rain. It could yeah. be a little warm. Uh, that's that's the downside of doing an outside wedding. I I guess. Do, do, let's do, just do, yeah. Do let's just go rolling into the it. dice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, Johnny. Do do you want me? Do you <laughs> roll do you for me? me to roll for you, I got. I got. Or some, do you I want got me some to, good ones? So. <laughs> Okay, because I also have some good ones, but so so we'll go off Johnny's list first. Um, j- just just for a quick frame of reference, or for you know, um, rehashing uh, what we talked about in session zero. Um, Johnny and I each have uh, a list of twenty topics of conversation, and we'll take turns rolling a dice, rolling a twenty-sided die to see what topic. And Stephen, do you do you have a? Okay. Uh... Any topics yourself that you've uh, written out? Mm, I I don't have any topics. But I could maybe think of a few. That would be great <laughs> if it, if if Siri I'll, or the die look at something in the room and I'll be like, water bottles. Wow, we'll how crazy is that? 
<laughs> I like that. All right, I, I'm gonna go ahead and roll my metal twenty-sided die. Ooh, that's a good sound. All right, fourteen, Johnny. What All is right, number 14 so on your list? you're forced to watch a movie five times in a row. What is it, and why? Granted, just imagine that your family are, you know, they're captured and they're going to die unless you watch a movie back to back to back to back to back. And you have to enjoy it every single time. (laughs) Otherwise, your family, they'll die. (laughs) What movie do you choose and why? Do we get to watch this movie with other people? Can we, like, rotate people out? Yeah, I, I feel I think that that's that's vital. That, that could that be could vital, be. anyways. All right, so well, but then I guess it would extend to their families as well. So, so the people that you choose to watch these movies with, their families okay. are also in jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> so you can so you can go solo and not jeopardize anyone else's families, or you could you know guarantee your family success and have some company with you. Huh. Wow, this is this is an interesting one. This is way more interesting than I thought it. Well, be. here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Like, like for me, I would just easily go with my all time favorite movie, which Johnny, as you know, is uh, mm, the classic. Empire Strikes Back. Um, just because I, I could, I could literally watch that all day, and me and Johnny, yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> we have yeah, there was one time that. where everyone was away um, or like and in a group or something in college and everyone was gone except for us and so we just went to my room and we watched empire strikes back four times not five no just, granted oh. no, no i'm remembering no, it wrong then no that's not how <laughs> what did happen though was we, we watched it once all the way through but we would pause it at just random intervals and yes. just talk about it. Just talk about how awesome the mm-hmm. movie is and why. And it was honestly a great experience. But I could watch that five times in a yes. row. Yes, I agree. And to I save agree. my family, that's like nothing. So This is going to sound kind of strange, but for me, I feel like it would have to be a movie that I've heard about, but I haven't watched yet. That way I could like enjoy okay. the movie the first time analyze it the second time like the third time i pick out like different themes that they're trying to get across the fourth time i just watch and i act like i'm enjoying it so i can appease my captors and then the fifth time <laughs> i just you know i'm like happy because i know that my family's going to be free so i don't know what it would be though so like would 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 you choose like some kind of christopher <gasps> oh wow that's, yeah, yes. that's great yeah, because yeah. i haven't seen uh the one with the magic tricks prestige. yes i haven't yeah. seen the prestige Oh, see, so then like so going good. into it, not knowing anything about it, but just knowing that it's, you know, a Christopher Nolan film that is going to be a good movie. I feel like I could watch it five right. times and still kind of enjoy it as I'm as I'm going through it. Uh, me and my brother and a couple of our friends earlier this week, we went and watched Tenet that just came out. Uh, that's the newest Christopher Nolan film. And uh Honestly, it was really good, visually appealing. However, like all Christopher Nolan films, I really need to watch it a second time. And that has like the whole time premise and everything. (laughs) Okay. 
Right. That seems really interesting and something that would be very rewatchable. But as we go on to Steven's family members that are held captive in a dirty basement, what what movie would you watch five times in a row? I totally understand, like, the whole you need to have a plot if you want to rewatch it, like, five times. At the same time, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of one movie in particular which has no plot. (laughs) I have watched multiple times in Oh. And it's Nacho Libre. I just love Oof. that movie. Okay. Okay. I sat there that four times in one week. Wow. Last time, <laughs> my eventual girlfriend, now fiance. And I didn't get tired of it. I, I just loved it. Most of the people <laughs> who I watched it with liked it. Um, Good. And I believe most of my family members would would tolerate it so i think i think that would be a good option oh yeah for sure i just think like if you had people watching it with yeah. you it'd be way better the first like three times but then i would start getting nervous mm-hmm. at, like the people that i'm with <laughs> i'd be more scared for them getting bored than myself so i totally understand that right yeah <laughs> like guys you gotta be enjoying the movie otherwise you're gonna you know eliminate our families <laughs> i'm still having a great time that's all <laughs> <laughs> the prestige two hours and ten minutes oh prestige oh it's such a good i know movie. i just all-star cast is this, you know if it's a really long movie mm-hmm. you have to watch even more You're like oh lord of the rings for is, is sure there some, like there really short extended extended cut there's there's one time uh me and my friend kyle elledge we were in arsenic and old lace together um and uh, we came back from a really late night of rehearsal. Um, and we were supposed to, or no, it wasn't a late night of rehearsal. We were supposed to get up early in the morning to go to rehearsal because it was a cue to cue and, you know, I have to rehearse all day. But that night, me and him stayed up till like three in the morning watching The Prestige because he hadn't seen it. Nice. And so we were all so tired and he was so confused. <laughs> that is not the time to watch oh. one of those kind of movies. Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. so Especially fun. if you have donuts. Oh. There was one time where I did that at a friend's house and we had like, uh, what was it? Oh, the disgusting ones. The maple donuts. Do you guys like maple donuts? <laughs> um, I... I I can't uh, remember exactly how they taste. I don't think I'm I about to offend them everyone. I I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> That's a Star Wars episode three reference. <laughs> Ep- episode episode two. two. I feel like episode three. He probably said it after the youngling scene with the with the Padawans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just off also not so Libre reference. Oh, I hate, I hate them. Yes. I hate them. I hate all the orphans <laughs> in the whole world. I feel I feel so bad for the, the main actor of uh what is what is his name from Star Wars? Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Because he's really he's not as good as the one um oh Twilight dude, the vampire. What was his name? Yeah, Robert, Robert Pattinson, Pattinson is like a better actor and he got a really bad rap for the one series yeah the one Twilight. the Twilight series that he did 
but then he moved on and he did really really well with a lot of his newer stuff yeah like he, he he was in he was in one of the harry potter movies which he did pretty good in that and then obviously he he was in <gasps> tenet which just came out and he was amazing in that and he's also moving on to become literally the next yeah, that's... batman that's coming out next you year. guys seen the trailer so... for that we're gonna we're gonna talk about this I think the trailer, and then we'll move on to the next category of conversation. Because have you have you have you seen it, okay. Stephen? The trailer for the I, new Batman. I haven't actually. <gasps> oh, it's, it's got really an good. interesting kind of feel um, to it. It almost. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. really dark and gritty, and you can feel that. It almost feels like a um, mystery and... film because I think the main villain's going to be the Riddler. Right. So that's oh, okay. I was just, I was just gonna yeah, ask he is. The villain was... Um. Yeah. And, and like, I think what they're really going for, like you said, it's a mystery film, but also more specifically, like, a, a noir-type mystery film. Um, like, like you know, Batman is supposed to be kind of like a noir detective anyways, um, in the gritty streets of Gotham, you know? So, uh, I'm excited to have that actual spin on it, because we haven't really had Yeah, his actual Batman crime movie. detective solving skills, kind of like... Starting out with right. like round deductive reasoning, you don't see a whole lot of that in Batman films, which I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited if they go that direction. That would yeah. be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, so on to the next, and let's go with you, Alec, on uh, on that. Alrighty, um, I'm I'm gonna roll my d20 now. All right, Ooh. number 19. Oh boy, oh boy, I didn't realize we did this so soon. Um. All it says is haiku. Go. I speak in haikus. I am really, really good at speaking in words. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Stephen Roar. Stephen Roar, your turn. Go. Three. Five. Is there... It's the end of the first book. <laughs> also, I, I lost count of syllables now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you finished and you're on another hike. That's how I've always... <laughs> yeah, it just continues. It you're just like, yo, what do you mean I didn't do a haiku? I did a whole haiku and I'm on like the third one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Haikus are good fun. They don't always make much sense. Refrigerator. Mm. Ah. Shout out to nice, Madison nice. Medina. Yeah, good use of refrigerator. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's do yeah, another one of yours because that was—I mean—that was relatively quick. It was interesting. It definitely threw. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I feel like that should that should happen. You know, that once is every very episode. You know, that's very cool. I like time. that. That definitely threw my brain into a different gear. Right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a little thing now. Alrighty, uh, next next roll next roll. Um, ooh, nat ooh. twenty. And this is this is also one that I wasn't really expecting. Hold on, to get pause, to pause, so soon, pause. But I'm excited um, for this one. When he says okay. nat 20, it means natural 20. Just because I would be confused if I didn't know anything about die or 20-sided die. 
Oh, right. So basically, it's a reference to Dungeons mm-hmm. and Dragons because in Dungeons and Dragons, you know, you have modifiers like additional numbers that you would add to your rolls. So you could roll like a nineteen mm-hmm. plus one towards a twenty, but it wouldn't yes. be a natural. And if it's a natural number, like so, if it's a natural one or a natural twenty, then that's even better. <laughs> when I say if it's a one and it's better, it's just way more interesting. Yeah, a one is yeah, a critical which can fail. Be hilarious. And a twenty is just a critical hit. So, um, anyways, back mm-hmm. to the podcast. Um, uh, number twenty, diegetic music. Okay, I'm googling. Okay. Uh, you don't need to. It's fine. I'm I'll googling too. Um, oh, okay. So, for those of you who don't know what diegetic music is, diegetic music is. Uh, when you're watching a film, like a movie or a TV show or something, um, and m- music is being played in the film, right? Whether oh. it's like a soundtrack or whatever. Yep, I know what but you're talking about now. the characters inside the film can hear <sighs> that music as well. So think of it as like Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he has his, his, uh, his mixtape or whatever, Um and, you know, he, he'll play music and we can hear it, but he can also hear it as well. And he's mm-hmm. dancing to it. So that's diegetic music. And it's like some of my favorite kinds of music in movies and TV, because, you know, you kind of get a feel, get to feel with the mm-hmm. character, you know. Yeah, um, you're kind of like in the same zone as they are. And they are almost sharing the moment right. with you as a viewer because you see them taking in that music and then you know giving feedback on it so i think that is that's pretty cool i i really do like that in films whenever they they pull that out although it can get real meta real fast that's oh yeah weird um there's there's a couple films that i kind of wanted to (sighs) talk about with this um one is the movie baby driver now I have, have not, but Driver? I've seen, like, you know how on YouTube they're like, wow, clip five of eight of Baby Driver, the right, bank scene yeah. or whatever. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to watch the movie for free. But really, you only watch maybe 20 minutes of the whole thing if you watch those eight clips. Johnny, I need you to I do that again. I will. Specifically, specifically with Baby Driver, because you need Uh-oh. to watch Baby Driver. I, I will say this: this movie is rated R. Um, there's there's a bit of language in it, um, and also some like uh, violence. But know who we should um, be sponsored by? Overall, Clear Play. Who? We should actually yeah. absolutely be sponsored by them. That would that would be great. Um, but uh, but anyways, so what's fantastic? I think I think Baby Driver has. The, my, my favorite soundtrack wow. of all time. Not because every song in it is just an absolute bop, but because, which, which it is, every, every song in it is, um, but because other than the music that plays in the credits, 100% of the soundtrack is mm. diegetic music. That is pretty neat. So every single song that's being played is being played 
In that is film. really cool. I like that idea of 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 you watching um, it and then knowing that the source of wherever the music is is actually real and not ethereal. Yeah. And so like and so like you know they'll be listening to music on like an iPod or whatever. If the iPod gets destroyed, mm-hmm. then the music just stops no ma- no matter what situation they're in. Um, and then whenever they want to put another song in, they literally have the character like search for it on another <laughs> iPod. <laughs> so um, it's that it's is really neat. Neat. and it takes kind of a an approach to the music in films in a very interesting way. I like that. I like. I can yeah. imagine how that would play out. I was watching Coco for the first time, mm-hmm. and I cried a lot. My yeah. sister loves. Yeah, my sister loves that film. It's the stupid thing okay. was I called literally everything from like twenty five minutes in the movie. I called. Oh, yeah. every yeah, single thing, and I was still bawling like a baby. And I'm like, how can I know exactly what's going to happen? And then at the end of the film, they sing the singy songs, and then I cry, and I just, <laughs> I was just <laughs> bewildered. Um, anyway, Steven, you have any uh, you have any thoughts about diegetic music? Yeah. Wow. I really have no opinion for him yet. I will say, I I I don't know if this is diegetic music, but you know, in the cartoons, when mm-hmm. like something sad happens, and then there's a sad background music, and then like the main character is just like, "Hey, cut that out, will you?" or whatever, like makes that <laughs> comment. At all. Yes. I love that. Yes. That's not diegetic because it's... Mm-hmm. Because you can both hear it. Yes. You just don't realize that they hear it until he makes the comment. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, there was a second movie, though. Talking about Joker? Talk about real quick. Uh... Yes. Once again, this movie is rated R. Um, also for language and for uh... violence and stuff. Uh-huh. But it's just, it's really, I, ju- I just need to point this out because there are moments <laughs> where, you know, you, you'll hear like normal songs, you know, like everyday songs that you mm-hmm. hear on the radio and like that's being played in the movie. And it's like, okay, sure, that's mm-hmm. diegetic music, right? Because they can yep. hear it and we can hear it. But what's really weird is whenever you hear like the orchestral soundtrack being played for the movie and the Joker can hear that in his head yep. and dance to it. That's a little strange, huh? Also, there was one it's... part of that movie where he's talking to his um, psychiatrist lady mm-hmm. and he was talking about mm-hmm. a song that he heard. And the thing is, he yes. never, you never see him hearing it, but the song was being played with the lyrics earlier. In a scene where he yeah. wasn't, you know, listening to music. And so you're just kind of like, wait a second. Wait, what? Is he watching this movie with me? Yeah. It's kind of that idea, that feeling that. Right. Like, or, or is, is this all going, in, yes. going on inside mm-hmm. of his head? Or like, he's literally just crazy. Yeah. It, and oh my God. Very cool. Good use freaky. of the medium. It's, oh, yeah. Have you, have you heard of the theory where Joker actually knows he's in a comic or whatever, and that's why he acts the way that he acts? Yes. And then there was a comic where there's a comic where he 
Joker kills Batman, and then Joker becomes a normal person because he said something to the extent of, if I was right, I would have never been able to kill him. So I must have been wrong, and I was insane for no reason. I am, you know, I'm supposed to live just a normal life, and I, I just killed somebody. And so then he's racked with guilt and then tries to, you know, make amends and become a normal person. Which was so interesting because, yeah, because he was just like, I can't believe that I did that. You know, I'm not just a zany character. I'm I'm an actual person. And I thought, you know, it was just so outlandish, the life I was living, that I could just be this crazy person. It's just, oh, that was interesting. It was, it was quite interesting. But I like that. Very good contribution, Steven. Oh. Thank you. Oh. Yeah, I love <laughs> um let's let's oh. move on to the next uh the next subject of conversation all righty uh number four okay you can play any instrument in the world the best which one do you play and why interesting Banjo. harmonica why why do you oh okay um why why would you why would you play the harmonica steven uh i think that goes well with alex banjo oh okay so we're making a band out of it i guess i'll have making a band out of it i'll have a i'll have a guitar then just a regular i want to do this solo acoustic oh wait well, I mean, Steven, I, I, I would have imagined you picking the kazoo. <laughs> you get all these record deals and everything. <laughs> what do you mean we need a kazoo in this song? No, no, trust me. Trust me. He's the best kazoo player in the world. Wait a minute. <laughs> Who are you? I'm the best kazoo player in the world, kid. Step aside. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome what's the what's the the mouth the is it the juice harp that you pluck from the your mouth you have it in your mouth and you pluck what? it what is that thing hold on let me look it up i i know what you're talking about i'm just that sounds i'm, I'm probably wrong weird. oh no 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 i'm right <laughs> i got i got like four <laughs> videos on it right now right in front of me wow this <laughs> This looks really weird. It's funny because the first one that popped up is Juice Harp and then two exclamation points. I don't know why you would ever just use two. <laughs> it just doesn't seem like you're excited enough. Like one feels like you're you're you know you're shouting it, and then three feels like you're just very mm-hmm. passionate about it. But I, I just don't understand two. Is that just me? Is that a thing? Okay. No, all no, right. I, I definitely yeah, I it definitely just looks get strange. <laughs> Anyways, maybe yes, I, I play the an underwhelming instrument. Yes, or maybe the didgeridoo. The didgeridoo. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> All right, Alec, it is your turn. Uh-huh. Unless, yeah, unless um, you had well, I, yes. I oh, yeah, banjo. absolutely. I so sorry, because you see, for me, I've I've always wanted to learn how to play the banjo, mm-hmm. right? 
And what that comes from is it comes from my man Kermit the Frog. Oh. Um, because what one of one of my I don't want to say one of my favorite movies of all time, but I love this movie. It's just the Muppet mm. movie. The original one, uh, from the seventies. Because it opens up and Kermit the Frog is in a swamp and he's playing the banjo and he's singing Rainbow mm. Connection and it's so good. Like it's so good. Um, I was with my friend David Martuniak one time and we were watching it and he had never seen the movie before. Um, and we were watching it and that opening scene came up and Kermit starts singing and then and then David turns to me and he's and he goes, Alec you didn't tell me this movie was the feels. I'm just like, you have no idea. Uh, We're just getting started. Yeah, that... Yeah. Uh, that that movie sparked my interest in the banjo, so I've always wanted to play the banjo. And just to play it the best, like, why would I turn mm. that down? So I feel like we could make uh, a pretty banging, banging band. My didgeridoo... Yeah. Steven's harmonica <laughs> and your banjo, Alec. Revolutionized music. <laughs> what 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 would we call ourselves? Maybe the Didgery Trio. No, oh. if it were just Alec, if it were just oh, Alec oh, and me, oh, hang on, it would hang be on, the Didgery Duo. Hang on, that sounds incredible. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, I was gonna say it'd be the yeah. Didgery Duo. What about? The didgeridoo plus mm. one, or, or the didgeri, uh, the triumph, oh, oh. the 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 triumvirate, yep. number, number one. one, and then every album we release, we square it. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's just it's just the didgeridoo one squared, <laughs> the didgeridoo one squared, the didgeridoo. <laughs> The only way we'll have it differing in in colors on the on the labels, so people will be able to tell that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, it's it's literally just the exact yes. same format on each on each cover. Yeah, just different. It'll colors. be like, uh, oh man, if you had the color color wheel, how is that? How what's the slightest variation you can have on a color wheel? What what do you mean the slightest variation? Hold on, I'm looking it up. No way. <laughs> okay. Oh boy, oh boy. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Wow, got it pulled up right here. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a grid, right? And so then you have number 1 and you have everything on an axis. And so then mm-hmm. you just choose, you know, cyan and then slightly darker cyan. And then slightly more green cyan, and it's just, it's not, it's not like the the colors are red, blue, green, yellow, cyan. It's just all cyan, but just <laughs> one slight iteration different. <laughs> yep. Guys, guys, okay. can't do that in colorblind. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Just Steven, Steven comes reference. over, grabs the stack, is looking through, and they all have the same label, the same art, and it looks like the same color to him. 
<laughs> and he's like, wait a second, guys. I think this is my favorite album. And there's like 17. Oh. Uh. <laughs> and hey, hey, here, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, if, if we all have our own individual like mm-hmm. aliases for our band, Stevie Roar could just be Stevie wow. Wonder, right? Because, because get this, get this, right? I get it. Hang on, hang on. Let me, let me explain it. Let me explain it. Uh, Stevie, okay, okay. Stevie Wonder is a colored blind guy who plays the piano. Stephen Roar, Stevie Wonder, is a colorblind guy who can ah. play the piano. Ah, yeah. I can, I can see it. I do actually call Stephen Roar Stevie Wonder quite a bit, don't you do. I? All right, the court sees it, and we recognize it. Doom, doom. All right, mallet has been pounded. Steve, wait, wait, hey, Stevie Wonder and the Didgeridoo. I like that actually. That that sounds good. I watched a, a movie called The Founder, and it's all about McDonald's and how it gets started, and how the dude like. <laughs> trust me, trust me. This is this is important to what we're talking about, and like he totally cons out the people that you know started McDonald's and then takes over the whole company. And then he's like, why did you, you know, meet the guy in the bathroom that started the whole thing? And he goes, why did you take McDonald's from us? And he's like, well, it was the name. McDonald's. It could be anything. It's a wonderland of imagination. People want to eat at McDonald's. And then I just thought of, you know, Stevie Wonder and the didgeridoos. And it's just the same thing. It's the same thing. It could work. It's got the same kind of charisma. Yeah, Same kind okay. of appeal. Yeah. I th- yep. You feel yeah. what I'm? You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> you smelling what I'm stepping in? Oh. Yeah, that's. I'm trying to understand. Stevie least... Wonder and the Didgeridoo, featuring Singrat. Oh. Featuring Singrat. <laughs> All right, on to the next one, and now we're gonna move on to right. Stephen Roar. Stephen Roar, pick a topic of conversation oh, that is in okay. the room around you. Do we need them anymore? Because we've got math. Wait. What? What did you say? Tissues. Yeah. Tissues? I don't think we ever need tissues again. I was arguing we didn't even need tissues before the whole COVID thing. Really? What did you? What did you wipe your face with? After you sneezed in your elbow, like anyway. Yeah, you sneeze in your elbow and you wipe it with your yeah, mask. Then... I don't know why people weren't carrying around masks before the whole COVID crisis. Literally, like, I know we're joking here, but, like, just the image of that is just, like... It's like handkerchiefs. Uh, you think about masks now. <laughs> Fancy people have handkerchiefs. Yeah, but with handkerchiefs, you don't put them, like, right back on your face to No, you put them in your pocket, you and then your suit cleans the handkerchief, and then you pull it back <laughs> out again, and then you use it again. <laughs> the The little... The, the little sprites working in yes. your suit that clean And the all the sprites need as a sacrifice is your socks. And that's where all your socks go. Honey, I'm missing a sock again. It's okay. It's just the oh, sprites, that's right. remember? We, we did strike that deal with them. I, I remember. <laughs> Thank you, Magic <laughs> Handkerchief. You're always with me. Good, good stuff. <laughs> they, they might be mad at me for revealing this. 
but but no one will watch this anyway so we're it's fine. okay we we yeah yeah no yeah <laughs> if worse comes to worse we could Good. edit this out but i mean who's actually gonna exactly us, right it's like whenever trump came out and he was like hey guys there's aliens and then everyone was like Wah! you know just doing their own thing and they just you know slowly yeah. stepped back from the podium as people were still complaining about other stuff. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that one there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nothing to freak out about. Okay. It's fine. Aliens, fine. It's whatever. Love it. Hey. What is that? What's going on? Roommate. Oh, it's, oh, oh, I see. Oh, Stevie Wonder's roommate. What? What's your roommate's name, Stevie Wonder? Got two of them. Derek and Wyatt. What are their... <gasps> Is that... Not... Oh, not nope. No, it's, no, it's, oh, it's not... Oh, I love that, man. That He's one. great. He's so cool. My roommate's... Okay. Alright, Steven. This yeah. is a direct question for you. Uh-oh. Should Messi stay at Barcelona? Um, Very topical. Yep, yep. So, yes, he should stay. Okay. Or actually, no, I, he shouldn't stay. Okay. If he could leave, he should leave. But he yep. can't. Because he can't. Basically, like, he has to pay like $700 million or something. That's a little bit more than what he gets paid a year. So, yeah, I'm 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 going to pause right for just a second to explain to the oh. audience something. Audience, if you're still listening to this uh, crappy podcast, um, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. If you're still listening, this beautiful, to this wonderful podcast, podcast, this beautiful one. Um, uh, the reason why. Johnny did not direct that question towards me and only specifically <laughs> directed it towards Stephen Rohr is because I have no idea what the heck they're talking yes, about. Yes, I just wanted I to get continue. in and out. I wanted to get a hot take of, of, of his opinion on it. So that was, sure. that was good. That's all I needed, all I wanted. I, I would agree with you. I think that... Yeah, I think that... The Barcelona president's probably going to get fired... Yeah, for the whole bar, for, wow. for for the whole messy situation, but it'll it'll be great. It'll work out. You, you Barcelona mean, like, will still be like, great. Kidnapping him, like hey hey. Uh, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot cheaper to kidnap the president of Barcelona than it is to get out of my contract. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> uh... Tax fraud. Okay, uh, let's get back to <laughs> let's get back to um, some of these other questions. Yeah, let's let's do it. Uh, number sixteen, dynamic duos. Ooh. Um, just start listing off some dynamic duos. Man and wife. Great. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a bit generic. I mean, um, hey, has there ever been a more efficient I'm... pairing? In history, I mean, Batman and Robin. Robin, <laughs> <laughs> Boom roasted. No, uh, 
Um, um, um. Zuckus and Forlom. Um, mm-hmm. Facebook and corruption. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good one. <laughs> solid. Um, hmm. Uh, Iron Man and yes. War Machine. Yeah, I would take that all day. Um, harmonicas and banjos. Did, did, you, did you hear when I harmonicas and banjos? <laughs> yeah, harmonicas. Yeah, and you just can't hit. Can't can't bring in a a, a didgeridoo. Yeah, I understand. Sure, oh, that's fine. Did well, didgeridoos and banjos. Didgeridoos no, no, no. We're harmonicas. talking about duos. Steven specifically left my <laughs> instrument out. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, I I said Zuckus and Forlom. What is Zuckus and Forlom? Forlom long. How long, dare long, you, long? Johnny? How how dare you? They're they're a bounty hunter duo. <gasps> Everybody knows that, Johnny. Of course, I I was just <laughs> joking. Knows. I was I was testing Steven's knowledge. I was hoping he would contribute and come in <laughs> right, and, and berate okay, me with sure <laughs> with shame. <laughs> yeah, Zuckus is a gand, and then Forlom is his counterpart, droid yep. counterpart, and they're and they're duo. dynamic duo bounty and hunting. bounty hunting. Got it. Um, wow. They are seen in episode five, The Empire Strikes Back, uh, whenever the bounty hunters are all lined up to do to, to go after the Millennium Falcon. Um, also, fun fact, in the Robot Chicken Star Wars oh. series, um, Zuckus and Forlom are voiced by none other than Conan O'Brien and Andy Richter. And that's basically... Which which brings in another dynamic duo is Conan O'Brien and Andy Richter from you know the talk show uh, Conan. Roll the die. Okay, okay. The, I thought this. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm so like sorry. We, just, we just don't like you know. The no, no. It's I just fine. don't know any duos just, ever. Obi Wan Kenobi, Anakin I'm Skywalker. I'm keeping this bit in. I'm keeping this bit in. And I don't care if it costs us. Yeah, a whole we're gonna podcast. take it down for this one. <laughs> Anakin and younglings. <sighs> <laughs> oh. All right, nat twenty. Wow. I, I rolled a nat twenty. What? What's your nat twenty? Have you Johnny? ever had a dream where you could, where you, where you could, when you, if you could, when you, it, oh, okay. Yes, I uh, have. If you were any farm animal, <laughs> what? Farm animal, would you choose to be, and why? Would yeah, you can choose, choose to be, or what farm animal? You can choose would to be, be any farm animal, and then why? What What is your thought process in choosing that farm animal? Because I have mine. I have mine easily. Okay, start us off. I will that. easily start us off easily. So I would definitely he be. Not he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! I would be, I'd be a hound dog, that that goes around the farm. You're not yeah, crying all the time, no. all the time. All and time. I would choose that because I get food fed. I get food fed easily every single day. Not that the other farm animals would starve, but I would be taken care of because I'd be man's best friend. And yes, it's a farm animal because I live on the farm. <clears throat> Boom, roasted. I guess, uh, guess. 
guess I'll be the uh, the rooster that uh, that everybody wants to uh, shut up all the time because my freaking ideas are aren't are very good. Freaking dynamic duos are very fun. Cock and doodle do the Chewbacca. <laughs> well, shut up. That that bit is over. For this. And we can't just keep doing Star Wars, okay? I'm not even talking about Star Wars. Right, okay. Han Solo and nope. Chewbacca aren't part There was of one time right. where I was coming back from a basketball game, and <laughs> I convinced one of the kids that H&R Block stood for a ham and rice block and that we should eat there after the game. <laughs> <laughs> His name was Tony. He was so funny. <laughs> He's like, Mr. Cohen, I don't want to. I, I don't want to eat at Culver's. I want to try something different. I'm like, hey Tony, you see that H and R Block over there? He's like, oh yeah. Like, you know, we should eat there. He's like, oh really? What do they have? Ham and rice, dude. Ham and rice blocks. It comes in cubes. <laughs> He's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, dude. If you haven't tried it, you have to try it. So is ham and rice? Is that like one thing, like one singular cube? No, no. Ham so how rice how I always imagined together? it, or is it like ham blocks? Yes, kind of like blocks. Minecraft. Like they'd come to you, and it would be pre-shaped cubes of whatever you ordered, specifically variations of rice and ham. So like you could get a bacon block, you could get a a, a fried rice block, white rice block, jasmine rice. You get all these different kinds of things in blocks. And I even thought about it. I was like, you know how you have gelato and that's like frozen ice cream? Well, what if you just did that, but then you put it in a block and served it to people? How did we go from... Farm animals? From farm animals Because I was this. thinking about pigs, and because you said roosters, and I was like, oh, man, funny story. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what farm yeah, animal would okay. you be, Steven? Right. I think I would be like a goat. Everybody loves goats. That's true. I love petty goats. Like water goat. Have you ever picked up a baby goat before? Because I have. And it was amazing. It was a very only imagine. That sounds phenomenal. I would love to do that. I've begun to petting zoos like twice, and that was when I was nine and twelve. I, I feel like zoo. I would appreciate it a lot more now. At the zoo. So, mm-hmm. I used to live in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. And we had a zoo there. Yep. And there was a hurricane, and a lot of things, like, shut down. A lot of things were broken. A lot mm-hmm. of places in bad shape. Yeah. So the, the zoo actually did okay, and they opened up, like, pretty pretty soon after the hurricane. But, nice. like, they were, like, repairing everything. And mm-hmm. with some animals, they just, like, kind of, like, let wander. So, there's, like, this... You know, intimidating peacock that would just kind of like follow people. And <laughs> it's kind of scary. You're looking over your shoulder. <laughs> there's also like these little baby goats because they, they made these fences for the goats, but they were like the wooden ones with the posts. So, like, the baby ones just like kind of like wiggle under, you know, get a little dirty, pop up, and just like be going around looking at the emus, looking at the people, running. So that, that, those are my memories of the zoo. I I love goats. They're just well, that was, ridiculous and funny. That was so wholesome and sweet. Yeah. 
That's adorable. The resiliency of the human there spirit is... to reopen the zoo and bring everything back from the brink of destruction. That's, in- that's amazing. Yeah. There was one time I was at a zoo, I think it was in Columbus, Ohio. Um, and recently, at that at that time recently, they uh, there was a mountain goat that escaped and like jumped out of its pen. Um, and they had like video recording playing and it was pretty awesome because you could see it just jumping up the little mountain slope that they had and then it just launched itself over the gate and it was, it was pretty <laughs> cool. Why are zoos so awesome? I don't know. But why I do know. I not ever think to like, man, let's go to the zoo? Like, I never think know. of it. It's always older right. people that are adults that are like, hey, let's go to the zoo. And I'm like, you know what? I don't really want to because I just, you know, I'm lazy. And then when I go, I have the best time ever. It's I crazy. Know. What's that one famous orangutan? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to look it up. I got you. Yeah. Ken Allen? Man. Legend. Ken Allen. My God. Uh, what's the what's the one thingy from the thingy show? Oh no, oh no. Zaboomafoo. He died. Zaboomafoo, the lemur. Yes. Man. I That's know. Simple. So happy. And let's not forget the father of meme culture as we know it today. Harambe, Harambe started it all. Whenever Harambe died, nothing Honestly, was Honestly, <laughs> right. This year would not have been as bad as no. it is if Harambe COVID was COVID wouldn't have alive. happened, that's for sure. I miss you, Harambe. You could have kept world peace. He was the last... You'll be in my heart. Wherever you go, he was the last member of the Illuminati. He was the one keeping the <laughs> so we're keeping the world together. <laughs> Making all the big decisions. Roll me, brother. I really hope I don't get another dumb one off my list. That was so funny, though. 14. The play's the thing. Let's talk about okay. theater. Uh-oh. <laughs> Start sweating. Julius Caesar has never been in a play before. <laughs> <I'm honored>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and how we end the show is always all right, guys. Julius has got to run to a Senate meeting before he goes off to Numidia. <laughs> so we got to cut it off here. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Okay, anyway, Susari, go um, ahead. Some some theater stories that have been really Every fun. time I think back to my theater um, experiences, I think of Stephen Rohr. Because you were always involved some way or another. Isn't that interesting how sometimes you have memories and you think people were there, but you know that they weren't? That's how I feel about you, Stephen. Whenever I'm thinking, wait, no, Stephen wasn't there. I'm like, wait a second, was he? And then I add you in. So then every single time I think about... <laughs> Whatever it was that I was doing, <laughs> you are somehow there. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. pretty incredible. You guys have those people in your mind that you just you look back on certain memories and you're like, but they were there, right? Yeah. It depends on okay. the memory, but like yeah. I get what you're saying. So, well, I played a cop, a pretty uh, 
fat cop in a play. I was I, yes. I remember that. And I did a Kronk voice impression. Could could you give give us? Give oh us boy, a demo. A demo? Um. <clears throat> All right, the poison. The poison for Cusco. The poison chosen especially to kill Cusco. Cusco's poison. That poison. It was pretty much it was yes, pretty much that, that the whole time. But as like this small and town it was cop absolutely hilarious. And there was a murder. Turns out, big reveal. I was a murderer. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty it was so fun. Tell us about how you almost... Oh, I did. I actually did in that. (laughs) Because I looked across. And it was so crazy. Because we practiced with like, I don't know, 14 people in the audience from like high school. You know, hey, the the upstairs, we need you guys. And for your drama class today, you're going to be sitting in on this play performance. And all the high schoolers reluctantly go, okay. And then they come up and they were kind of laughing. But I mean, high schoolers are kind of a hard crowd to please and make laugh they laughed and everything on our dry run and it went really well but man the night when everybody was there we were packed and everybody was laughing at everything anybody said especially when i said anything i said hey everyone was like oh! <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the thing it's the thing do the thing anyways yeah, so that went on, and there was this one moment where I'm staring across. I'm about to make my exit. I have to turn around, and I say something like, and don't leave town or something like that. And I turned around, and I looked right at him, at the, at the guy I was you know, playing opposite of. And we stared at each other for like eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> While I tried to get, get myself under control, everyone's hysterically laughing, and my lips just quivering up and down. And then I say, you don't leave down. I'm slamming the door behind me. Everyone's dying laughing, and I just keel over. I'm, like, sweating. Like, oh, oh. That was a close one. <laughs> And, and if I'm not mistaken, like, as you were trying to, like, compose yourself before you said the line, I think you were actually, like, kind of hiding behind the door. I was, yeah. So I, was, that, I was trying to. people wouldn't see I contemplated for a second there of just leaving and not delivering that line. Like, of just peeking back <laughs> in and being weird. And I was like, no, I have to deliver the line. So, oh, man. Yeah, it got, it got weird. But it was so fun. Was so fun to be in that play. I, uh, I, I have, I, I've been, I've been in theater since the eighth grade, so I've had many, uh, like, experiences. I played a cross-dresser uh, once. I, I played, <laughs> I didn't play, I didn't, I didn't play a cross-dresser once, but I played a woman. Oh. And, a, and I also played as a mermaid oh, yes. in the same play. Nice. Um, I don't know which is more so impressive. Because as an actor, oh, I mean, dude, you have a wide listen, range of ability. The mermaid was the most fun that I had ever had. Like, <laughs> just because... Okay. 
if you haven't seen Peter and the Star Catcher, the play, please go do it, right? Because basically, it's, it's a prequel to Peter Pan. And so the whole show, you know, you're getting all these snippets and why things are that way mm-hmm. and all this. Um, and also the thing about this play is that, yes, it is a play, but there's like one or two musical, like, numbers, kind of. Well, no, there's only one musical number in the play, but it's like, it's really mm-hmm. good. The, at, at the end of uh, the first act this magical dust called star stuff basically explodes and gets everywhere in the water and everything. And it turns the fish into mermaids, <gasps> right? So the beginning of the second act, like as soon as intermission is done, you know, every single actor on stage comes on to uh, on stage in full mermaid outfits and we do a singing and dance routine wow. as mermaids with a kick line. And that was the most fun I've ever had, you know, on stage. But the best part, the best part about me being a mermaid in that play was that I was like an actual character in the play as a mermaid. So I got to come back later as a mermaid without everybody else. So that was pretty great. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I was in uh what was it? Something like Corey was it Corey Tenboom? The 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 girl who's the Jew and then she got abducted and then almost died and she lost her sister and everybody. No way. I was I was in a similar play. I was in that play and I played her brother like Jorg or whatever, and Jorg like he had to cross dress to get around town, and so I came in in a dress and everything. It was it was pretty great, especially for my very conservative uh, church. I they were just like, "What? What is this? What are you doing?" <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. I played a little German kid. My only was was uh, uh, death to the Jews, and we like rocks. <laughs> and one time i was i was you know i practiced i was i was ready so it was one time our family was parking a lot like walmart or something i don't know why i wanted to practice my lines like the top of my lungs (laughs) no How old were you? I think I was six. Okay. (laughs) Did you know what was happening? No. (laughs) Did you know the reference for this? (laughs) All right, Steven, you're going to play a little German boy. Okay. Okay. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. And and you only have one line, so it's going to be great. Just make sure you know your line. You know when to come in, okay? (laughs) Steven knew his line. But he did not know when to come in. <laughs> <laughs> it was at that moment Stephen knew. <laughs> uh, and what? A, uh, oh, yeah. No, that's it. I think. I mean, I, I was in a musical for for half a second. 
um, in the Music Man. That was a lot of fun. I didn't have any songs, which I, I felt real sad about because I auditioned my heart out and I sang, um, what's the song from uh, Hercules? Go the Distance. I can go yes. the distance. I yeah. sang that and I was just like pouring my heart out into it. And then they were like, great. You can be a little boy. <laughs> Do I get to sing? Do no. I get to sing? No. Well, we'll give you one line in a song. Thank you. <laughs> That's all. Get to the back now. Okay. <laughs> what was his name? What was his name? It was uh, it's the the boy. Who likes... Was it Johnny? Uh, Johnny. That's me. Yeah. It's, I didn't... Oh. Okay. No, I'm trying to think of... <laughs> Hold on. Give me give me eight seconds, guys. Count it down. Hold on. Hold on, guys. I have infinite knowledge right in front of me. Babe. Ah, yes. What is the name of the character (laughs) that I played in The Music Man? Tommy? Tommy Julius! That was it. Thank you so much. You are. Thank you, you, Kaylee Barr. Woman. For those of you listening at home, Kaylee Barr Leslie is Jonathan's wife. And she is super awesome. And also my wife, which is a plus. Um, so I think that's all we'll have time for today. Um, but, uh, we, we had some good fun and I'm sure that we'll come mm. back to, uh, to talking about some of this. Stuff yeah, again. absolutely. Um, Julius will meet us, uh, after he's back from his campaign in Numidia. So that'll be right. great. Um, we're never talking about dynamic duos. Again. Okay. Well, I Ever. mean, um, no, it's never going to okay. come up because obviously it just, it, it was, it was not good. Sam, Sam apparently. and Frodo. No, no, we're done. No more dynamic duos ever on this show. Okay, Johnny. Okay. <laughs> if um, I think of one, though, I'm just gonna you know, spout it you out. Know, if if this if this if, <laughs> that's gonna be if this didn't now. burn out. Listen, listen. If if this bit did not burn out so bad, I would have said Johnny and Alec. But frankly. It's it's not good. <laughs> so, anyways, and as the Senate says, I stab you. Thank you for listening today. <laughs> Catch us next week when we will reveal who our next uh, Julius Caesar is after. This one dies. What? Bye. Triumvirate.